Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. This is your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, we made it to Friday. And yes, this is another fantastic fellows Friday. And the person I want to spotlight, I am so proud of this young man. And I call him a young man because he's 30 and he's just the beginning of hopefully young political representatives speaking their truth and not being afraid to say what is going on. Now, this young man that I want to spotlight, his name is Malcolm, excuse me, Malcolm Kenyatta. He is a community activist and a state representative in Philadelphia out of the 181st district. And my girlfriend, Miss Terry, who you've heard um, on a previous podcast, she brought this to my attention because believe it or not, I did not see this story. And this young man was on MSNBC being interviewed by my girl, Rachel Maddow. And they were talking about, this happened, I think, about a month ago. And they were talking about a bill that the Republicans <laughs> in the state legislature tried to push forward. And the funny thing is, it's an effort to create an election integrity committee that the Democrats characterize as a stealth attack on voting. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news. And as I mentioned on the previous podcast, they always target 11 states. But I've been listening to the news every day. And lately, they are saying that one state out of all the states is going to determine who's the president. And guess what? That state is Pennsylvania. So I was doing research just so much on this. I just kind of want to read something that I found in the Enquirer. And it says that, ooh, we, manufactured fears of election fraud in Pennsylvania Republicans and the state legislature pushed forward an effort to create an election integrity. And I don't know if they understand the definition of integrity, but I think you guys might want to look it up in case you don't know what it is. It's a resolution that they were trying to put into place. And it says the resolution would create a committee of five House lawmakers, three Republican and two Democrats. Okay, you see what's going on just by the ratio to investigate and review the November 3rd election. Now, listen to that. This is supposed to be the one state that will determine the election and look what they're doing. The group would be empowered to subpoena witnesses and documents and <laughs> initiate legal filings. Okay, now, of course, the Democrats are outnumbered, so we already know how this is going to go. So I want you guys to listen to this interview that he did. It was about a month ago on Rachel's show. And then a week ago, there was a meeting in Chambers. And I want you to listen to this young man. Now, he has a uh, a mask on, so it's very hard to hear him as clearly as he probably would be speaking without the mask. But I applaud him for wearing the mask. So you got to listen a little closely to what he's saying. And the thing that upset me about it is they was trying to make him seem like an angry black man because he's voicing what he has found out. And I think they're just mad because he found it out and he's putting it out there. 
And they were actually getting ready to call security on him and then remove him. You'll hear all this in the video. So Pennsylvanians and, you know, those who don't know me, the PTA, P-T-A that I have in my name, it stands for Pittsburgh to Atlanta. So as you know, this affects where I'm from, the state of Pennsylvania. So I definitely want my Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh and Philadelphia friends uh, listen to this. If you haven't already voted, pay attention to what's going on. And my Republican friends, pay attention because all my Republican friends that I've been talking to about this, they don't want partici to participate in this scandal. Now, this interview, well, this actually meeting in the chambers happened a week ago. Now, ironically, I just happened to be turning the channel and all of a sudden the Republicans decided to change their mind. I wonder why. I think they changed their mind because they got caught. But listen to this audio first of Rachel's interview with them and then the actual meeting in, I'm guessing this is the legislature chambers. It was pretty heated, but it kind of, you know, what they say about a dog don't bark until it's hit or some crap. I, um, I don't know the saying, but I think that this man uh, really riled up these people, especially the chairman. And I'm, it's actually a video. So I want you guys, if you can, to go look at the video so you could see the physical interaction. And I hated that he had to scream over them to kind of get his point across because they kept trying to shut him up. And then they're acting like they're fearful for their life and wanting to call security because he's an angry black man. So, you know, I know this is happening probably in several other states. But the reason why I'm focusing on Pennsylvania is because all this week, They've been focusing on the fact that Pennsylvania is going to be the state that determines the election. And as you guys may have paid attention to, uh, the, the president and even Joe Biden have been in Pennsylvania a lot and will probably be there a lot until the election. So we need to pay attention to stuff because I even talked to some of my friends who are Caucasians and we talk about elections and they say, it. I hear coworkers say it. They know that especially the black vote, black and Latino vote, they say we don't do research. We don't care. They're going to be able to get away with whatever they want because nobody's paying attention if it's not on social media. So we got to start doing our research because everybody keeps saying this is the most important election of our lifetime. If you don't think it is, I don't know what to tell you. So uh, listen to these two. One is the interview and one is the actual meeting in chambers. And then we'll talk about it on the other side. Thank you. Joining us now is Representative Kenyatta, Democratic member of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. He serves a part of Philadelphia County. Uh, sir, thanks very much for being here. I appreciate your time tonight. Thank you so much, Rachel. And thank you for talking about this. I say all the time, what happens in state legislatures matter. Yeah. And boy, does it feel like it's easy to understand the national implications of what happens in state legislatures right now. But I don't know that we're seeing in any other state a last minute move by a Republican controlled legislature to try to institute a new body to control the vote and to potentially affect the way that the Democratic excuse me, that the presidential election um, is 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 conducted. Uh, I don't is 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 this something you guys knew was coming or was it as much a surprise to you as it was to those of us outside the state? You know, usually we get 24 hours notice uh, before a committee hearing of the bills that are coming up. They put this in our inboxes, you know, I, I think right before the presidential 
debate. And for months now, Rachel, they've been trying to throw sand into the gears of our democracy. And now they're standing up this election integrity committee that, as I said, has no integrity to investigate the sand. You know, they have parroted all of President Trump's fever dreams around voter fraud. But here's the reality. The only fraud I see is Donald Trump. He lies to the American people. He cheats on his taxes. And now he is trying to steal an election. And unfortunately, Republicans in Harrisburg and Republicans across the country are more than happy to help him destroy our democracy. And they have decided, Rachel, that they're not going to contest this election on policy or on the progress that we need to see on climate change and health care and this COVID-19 pandemic. They're not going to have the election on those terms. They are doing everything they can to take away the power of our vote here in Pennsylvania to maintain their power. We've seen so many different stories out of Pennsylvania in a tight period of time just over the past few weeks in terms of the Trump campaign, the National Republican Party, working through the local Republican officials in the state and Trump-appointed federal officials in the state to try to essentially burn a hole through Pennsylvania voting plans through sheer dint of attention and um, demonizing the idea of any Democratic votes out of Pennsylvania and specifically out of Philadelphia. I mean, from from the, the federal investigation weirdly announced by the U.S. attorney before he sort of recanted it, before anybody figured out what had actually happened there, to the president talking about bad things happening in Philadelphia from the debate stage, totally mischaracterizing this thing with, with poll watchers, calling for his supporters to turn out in great numbers and go watch the polls while he's talking about Pennsylvania. I mean, from the outside, it feels like they've got everything they've got trained on trying to intimidate people out of voting and trying to screw up the voting process in Pennsylvania. How much confidence do you have that they'll succeed at that? Or do you feel like Pennsylvania knows what it's doing in terms of carrying out this election and, and this is noise, but things will go things will go like they, should, like they ought to? So I think people need to understand, and I've been doing my level best as an elected official here to reinforce the fact that we have free and fair elections here in Pennsylvania. We have safe elections here in Pennsylvania. It is safe to cast your ballot by mail or any other way you choose. But I think one of the things we have to be focused on, and I said it right at the top, is on our state legislature. You know, Rachel, our, we get sworn in in January, but the term for our state legislature actually starts on December 1st. And so, you know, a couple of days ago, I went on a five-day tour across the state helping colleagues and future colleagues get to the House to win back this chamber, which we haven't held for a decade. If we are able to win the chamber in November, we can stop this. We can stop it. But people have to get engaged, and we need to have the spotlight trained on what they're doing. And you're training the spotlight on it right now. And what happened yesterday with Chairman Everett, you know, it wasn't about me. He was trying to silence me because I was uh, making clear what their scheme was to try to disenfranchise black and brown people in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and to silence the voices of people of conscience who are rising up across this state who want to cast their ballot against Donald Trump um, and for a different vision um, that Joe Biden represents. And, you know, at the end of the day, none of us can be silent 
about what's going on. And so if people want to stop this, they need to get involved with the PA HTCC. They need to get involved with local state house races here in, in Pennsylvania. And they need to call Speaker Cutler, call Chairman Everett, call Leader Benninghoff and tell them to stop trying to disrupt the vote and to get their hands off of our democracy. They tried to silence me yesterday, and I would not be silenced. And I think every single one of us should raise our voice about what is happening. Because if they can't win fair and square, they are committed to cheating. And I think it is, it, it is a shame to watch this Pennsylvania House Republican caucus, as I said, go from a caucus to a cult. I'm ashamed to see it happen. State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta, Democratic member of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. Sir, thank you for helping us understand. I know that you are right in the middle of this. And as, as you're saying, not just in your district, but statewide, uh, keep us surprised. This is a really, really important national story. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking about it, Rachel. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. He just spent a lot of time with the last bill talking about fraud. This bill is a fraud. And I think we need to be very conscious about what's happening right now, what this bill would do, because democracies die slowly. And I think that this bill would be a fatal blow to our democracy. When we talk about what was just reviewed, this, I guess we're calling it Committee on Election Integrity, has no integrity, has none. And what it would do, and you can laugh, Representative, but what it would do is allow people, allow the folks on this committee that are actively up for re-election to subpoena ballots, to subpoena elections officials during an election of which they are participants. Nothing about that screams of integrity. And I keep hearing from the majority party about the worries and the concerns that you have about ballots, about ballot boxes being stuffed. But what this committee would be able to do to actually steal ballot boxes. I'm going to interrupt. No, no, Mr. Second. Chairman, I, I should I, be no, able I'm to finish for, my point. I am interrupting because. Okay, you're interrupting because. I, because want, to make, I want to clarify. It's not this committee. It's a. This, it's I'm a, talking a, about the committee that this this resolution would create. Right. It would be a select committee that would have by, the ability by the speaker. Okay. It's not the House Government Committee. It it's will, the, it's it a select will committee. Consist, Mr. Chairman, of members that are actively running for election and and the intent of the resolution is to do this post election so it's to look at what the bill doesn't say that the resolution does not say that well that is the intent of the resolution is not to do an investigation of the election while it's ongoing it's to look at all the practices that are put into place and so mr chairman so it would start on november 4th just if i could continue it so right now on the ground in Pennsylvania, there is being remote voting uh, put into place in the city of Philadelphia that we're all reading about. We're having practices done in other counties with drop boxes. We're having practices. And the point of this is to, after the election, look at all the things that have been done, all the different court orders that were put in place, all the different legislation that was passed, all the different factors that went into this election and look and see what was good, what was bad, you know, what we can do better. You know, we're, we're attempting, we've attempted to pass legislation to work on the lessons that we learned in the primary election. This is to look at the practices that were put in place and how this election worked out 
so that next session we can put legislation and or regulations in place to further, uh, you know, right now, the, this is our Mr. first Mr. go Chairman, around. Mr. Chairman, everything that you're saying, it, that's not in this bill. This bill does not say this will happen next term. If we want to do something like this, we should wait until the votes are cast, and then whoever has the majority next term can introduce this legislation. And you mentioned Philadelphia, and we heard the president last night say bad things happen in Philadelphia. The reality is bad things are happening in this committee. This is a bad bill that should never have been brought up. This is unacceptable and a despicable piece of legislation. Thank you for your comments. No, and Mr. Speaker, I'm, no, Mr. Speaker, I'm not finished. I mean, Mr. Chairman, you are finished. I'm, I'm not finished. You are I'm finished. not finished. Why, why can't he finish? No, and I think you sh I should be allowed to finish. I was elected just like you, if you would to be lower, here. If you would lower your tone. And you can tell me to lower my tone, but I'm not going to lower it when we're talking about our democracy and people's votes. Make your point. Finish Thank up. you. As I was saying, this bill would allow ballots to be subpoenaed. It, it, right does, after it specifically says you can't subpoena ballots. It, we're, we're, Mr. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, it's in this the entire it's in the Constitution. bill is, 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 is a farce. It would allow you to subpoena, and as it says in here, would have a sergeant of arms enforcing these subpoenas. And so, do you? Is, is it your intent that you're going to enforce a subpoena against? County election officials? Mr. Sergeant Arms? Mr. Chairman? Does the gesture mean yes? The House of Representatives in the Constitution has an obligation of oversight of the departments and everything else that it's created. It has the authority to have subpoena power. That's in the Constitution. A lot of things are in the Constitution that this and resolution is ignoring, including the fact that folks have a right to have a free and fair election, which this is going to blow up. This is unacceptable, Mr. Chairman, and I will you've tell said, you, you've said I will that tell five you, times. I know, and I'm glad that you're keeping count, because this is unacceptable, and I am so disappointed that you would even bring this up. When I read this and it had your name on it, I was so disappointed, and you should be too. You should be ashamed. Okay, and I would ask, down, I would ask Mr. Chairman, I would make a motion. You can make whatever points you want. You're not going to shut me up. You yeah. are out of order, and you've been out of order. Hey, You have been out of order. Representative Kenyatta, I, remember to listen, I will have security. If you, if you don't get her to control, then you're going to have security come drag me out. Threaten him with security. Well, then get your member under control. You're going to have security come drag me out, Mr. Chairman. Get your member under control. I, no, Mr. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, you're not going to say get get me under control. You need to are get you your caucus under control. No getting Malcolm Kenyatta under control. You are you acting? Are you making a motion? What you're doing? This 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 your caucus is acting more like a cult than it's acting like a caucus. And I'm going to end my statements there. I am ending my statements there. This is personal because the democracy is personal to me. It should be personal to you. Are you making a motion? Yeah, I believe you. This legislation. Thank you. The way when Americans across the country are already voting in record numbers, and that means there could be big challenges ahead. So if you plan on mailing in your ballot, you'd better do it the right way or it may not count. Douglas Kennedy with more. Douglas? Yeah, Dana, voting by mail is supposed to make things easier, but some say it's actually causing confusion, which could affect the final vote. But your worst case scenario is Biden gets more votes, but has so many mail-in ballots tossed that he loses. That's a bad thing, but we're trying to avoid that. Kathy Bozinski is a Democratic Party chair in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, a state that's allowing mail-in voting for the first time this year. She fears a state mandate requiring voters place ballots in two separate envelopes, 
If they only use one, their vote won't count. So they're calling them naked ballots, and they're raising alarms with Democrats across the state. Absolutely, because they want Democrats to vote correctly with the secrecy ballot so that their votes count. They want to count all the votes because Trump won Pennsylvania by less than 45,000 votes. And they know that counting all the ballots may be the key to whether they win or lose in November. These councilwomen from Allegheny County went topless on Twitter to warn voters not to go naked with their ballots. And in Philadelphia, a city commissioner says 100,000 legitimate votes could be tossed. You're predicting a lot of people will be disenfranchised and there will be a lot of chaos. It will be chaos because whenever you add something new to a process, it invites chaos. Now, Democrats are more likely to vote by mail, and they say legitimate votes will not be counted if you require these double envelopes. What, what do you say? I disagree completely with that. Um, as long as they're following the rules and doing what they got to do, the vote will count. Justin Barron's is a Republican Party chair in Luzerne County, and he says two envelopes provide security and prevent fraud. Now, more important to you than naked ballots are when and what ballots are counted. That is correct. This is ridiculous that they want to wait three days after. In September, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled localities could count ballots received up to three days after November 3rd if they were postmarked on or before Election Day. This afterwards, that allows more time for manipulation. Republicans say the real issue is possibly manipulated ballots received after Election Day, not these naked ballots. What, what do you say? Where does the manipulation come in? They're in the mail, they're received, they're safely submitted. Safely submitted, and more importantly, she says, completely counted with every vote accounted for. And Dana, I just got off the phone with Jason Torchinsky. He's the counsel for state Republicans on this issue. They're in front of the Supreme Court. In fact, they just filed their final brief, brief to the U.S. Supreme Court about an hour and a half ago. The Supreme Court could issue a ruling on this today or as long as a week from now. That's it from here. Back to you. Well, everybody, in addition to what I was mentioning, uh, as far as the video is concerned, I also wanted to address an issue they're having with the mail-in ballots. But let me just go back to the Integrity Committee. As of October 9th, because I was watching it on the news and then I did research, and on October 9th, so ironically, the Pennsylvania Republican legislature decided not to go on and have what they call an integrity committee regarding the election. Now, the irony of that word integrity is uh, that the definition says the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles and moral uprightness. Now, <laughs> what they were trying to do, uh, 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 nope, that is not the definition of what they were trying to do. And I only think they went backwards because they got caught and it made national news. So keep that in mind. But I see that they were also talking about the concern that the Republicans have with mail-in ballots. They were saying that the state of Pennsylvania is requiring voters to use two, not one, two envelopes when mailing their votes in. So after you heard the 
inter, uh, the chamber confrontation, pretty much, of Representative Kenyatta and the chairman, you also heard another video that I found on Fox News, ironically, of them talking about the battle. They call it the battle for the ballots. So once again, keep in mind, Pennsylvania is the state that has to be won according to people. And that's whether it's the media, the newspaper, uh, social media, whatever. They're all saying that right now, the election of 2020 is going to be won by what happens in Pennsylvania. So all my friends in Pennsylvania, pay attention and, and really get the word out of what's going on. And especially to those people who have not voted. So, as I said, I'm going to focus on this election until November 3rd because knowledge is power and we need to know what's going on. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And bravo, bravo to State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta. You are definitely a fantastic fella on this Friday. So, I thank you guys for listening and I ask that you follow me on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in Advocacy, capital L as in Ladies. And please follow me on all the different apps. I am on Podbean, which is my host company. And I am also on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa, TuneIn. I know I'm missing someone, but follow me because I want to start doing this live. I know with the pandemic, I'm doing a lot of stuff with videos and over the phone. But once we get released to do what we want, I want to start doing this live because I really want to be a person that gets the information out to all communities and be a positive part of bringing things back together and not staying divided. So I need followers. Likes are fine, but I need followers because we, we have to do this. America and all the other countries that are listening. And I appreciate that. My statistics show I got people listening all over the world, Spain and Canada. And I, I, there's a couple of countries, but forgive me for not having them in advance written in front of me. But I'm happy to hear that. So we just need to keep the information getting out there. And if you have any topics or subjects or even comments about any of the episodes that have been done, please let us know. Give us a call at 404-855-7723. You can email us at podcasthost, shadepate19 at gmail.com. And as I ask you, please follow us on Twitter because I'm going to start posting all of my episodes on the Twitter account. And we are just a beginning of ladies promoting transparent advocacy because we need to speak up. If we don't do it now, then when? So, you know, I like to end all my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>